Welcome to the Eat Right with Laura podcast. My name is Laura Rakos, and I'm the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition, an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle guidance for disease prevention and health maintenance. If you'd like to learn more about Eagle Rock Nutrition or about me, please go to our website at www.eaglerock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K dot com. Feel free to navigate around the website and add your email address to our distribution list. Our newsletters comes out on Monday mornings where you can learn about what we're going to talk about every week at the Eat Right with Laura podcast. And you can also be invited to uh, lots of wellness events that we host around uh, town. So my guest today is Dorina Tresca. She's a good friend and colleague of mine. And she is here today to talk about the differences between cannabidiol and medical marijuana. She has recently launched her own venture called Cannabidiol Relief. That's a little play on words. So relief is spelt R-E-L-E-A-F. And she promotes cannabidiol products in her business. So I think there's a little bit of misunderstanding about the differences between cannabidiol and medical marijuana, which is why I decided to start hosting this particular podcast on what is cannabidiol. So I'd like to welcome Dorina to the show. Welcome, Dorina. Um, Hi, how are you? Uh, uh, Thank you for having me uh, on the show, and uh, hello, everyone. I'd like to tell us about uh, how you got into this business. So tell us about what you used to do and actually your trajectory towards um, being a cannabidiol distributor. Uh, yes, I worked in uh, pharmaceuticals for over 26 years, and um, after I retired, I um, continued to um, be involved in what nature can offer you and what can you do with everything that is given to us um, and take it and use it for our own good. So that's how I came across um, uh, cannabidiol, uh, medical marijuana, and obviously there are many questions um, evolving around this subject. So um, let's try to put a little bit of clarity in this. Yeah, so So, uh, I had you on the Eat Right with Laura radio show. So we actually introduced medical marijuana a few months ago on the Eat Right with Laura radio show on WMTR. Uh, that was 12.50 a.m. So that was a really good show. The show is on her hiatus right now just because of my busy, busy schedule. But I do hope to get back onto the airwaves at 12.50 a.m. So in the meantime, um, I'm running this podcast so that my listeners can stay abreast of what we're working on. So that show was a great introduction on medical marijuana and even at that time I don't think that I understood as much about cannabidiol uh, as I do today. So what exactly is the difference between the product that you produce, the cannabidiol, and medical marijuana? Uh, Just to start this um, clarification, we have to say that THC or the tetrahydrocannabinol, main component of cannabis, is the one that produces the um, uh, psychoactive uh, activity in in people or the high, as is known uh, and called. And that's what you find in marijuana. Yes. And um, uh, on the other hand, CBD or cannabidiol is the other uh, cannabinoid found in uh, some of the cannabis plants, but mainly in industrial hemp. 
which is totally different different from um, uh, cannabis in in what it fun how it functions how it's cult cultivated in the applications of them so um, um, hemp uh, is used in a variety of applications that marijuana couldn't possibly be used in and it offers uh, a myriad of uh, possibilities including this uh, particular compound and uh, called cannabidiol along with other cannabinoids which together um, are based on the uh, studies known to date they are uh, known to work uh, exceptionally well together and they they are also called um, uh, entourage effect because of their synergist synergistic action on the body. So these so these compounds are extracted from hemp. So right. it's not just like a single compound. So what you're telling our listeners is that it's a family of cannabinoid-like compounds that are extracted from hemp seeds. No. Um, CBD is not extracted from, uh, uh, or cannabidiol is not extracted from seeds. That's right, that's right. Go um, ahead. <laughs> yeah, so um, this particular compound, just like THC, the tetrahydrocannabinol, is extracted, it, it comes from the trichomes uh, of, of the plant. Is that particular part of the plant, like the, in a floral uh, area, where uh, they grow and they can be extracted from there? Right, so that begs the question. So if I'm recommending to my patients as part of a plant-based diet that they should be um, eating hemp seeds and hemp milk, does that mean that they are um, consuming these cannabidiols? No, they are not uh, because it's not extracted. The seeds are not carrying um, CBD or cannabidiol. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So just like marijuana comes from the plant leaves itself, uh, so this isn't really coming from the leaves. It's sort of like, all right, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm envisioning like a poinsettia plant that has flowers. <laughs> okay, around the flowers, <laughs> yes, there's uh, all that... Um, I, I don't have a, a, a right word to describe all that floral part where the trichomes are. So that part exactly, which is pretty fuzzy looking, if you look at it, uh, that is actually taken and um, uh, harvested and compounds extracted from. Exactly. So you were telling me um, b earlier today uh, about the discovery of these cannabinoids, and that was also something that was new to me. So can you tell me about the origin of these CBD oils and products and you know where where things stand today with what we're doing with them um, in uh, tetrahydrocannabinol which is responsible for for um, uh, the high in from the uh, recreational marijuana uh, has been discovered in last century so that's a long time ago by contrast uh, in 2009 um, testing a particular plant, the strain Soma A+, produced over 10% of another cannabinoid, which turned out to be cannabidiol. Um, a journalist at the time, uh, Fred Gardner, he just said after uh, discussing and uh, trying to write about this, he just said this changes everything because it was a totally different substance, it was a different compound, and um, research started around it to see what that particular cannabinoid can do 
And um, to date, we have a number of clinical studies, quite a number of clinical studies. But this was only out. recently discovered. So you're recent Yeah, discovery. so this is yeah. just from what year? Uh, 2009. Which and, totally um, predates our, my own personal experience with uh, cannabidiol development in the pharmaceutical industry. And not only that, but in early 90s, uh, in 1992, uh, our own endocannabinoid system has been discovered. And that one comes with its own things, the receptors, the uh, our own endocannabinoid that we produce. Um, and um, now the presence of uh, cannabidiol uh, and all the other cannabinoids are coming to complement whatever we are missing ourselves and help us work better and, and live better. So, so our bodies produce our own compounds that may not be identical to these plant-based compounds, but they right. function similarly. Right. So tell us about some of those functions. So they, uh, these cannabinoids, uh, whether it's our own or is the um, uh, synthetic one, uh, not synthetic, endocannabinoid coming from the plant, um, they all activate um, the receptors uh, CB1, CB2 that we have in our bodies. CB1 is mostly uh, present in the brain, CB2 in the rest of the body. Now THC, which is the one that um, gives the high, is capable to bind the CB1 in the brain and produce its um, effect. Uh, what CBD can do, um, he mostly binds to the other um, receptor in the body, but is capable to hinder the um, binding of THC to the CB1 present in the brain. And that way, when CBD is present, THC cannot do its function properly. Oh, because that's it interesting. Is that's an interesting point that they antagonize right. one another, which would make sense, right? Right. Well, so and so that's a good thing, indeed. So, in in a way, you can look at CBD as um, a relief against THC. Yeah, very interesting point to make. So, so tell us about uh, some of the indications that you've been recommending your products for, and you know what we can expect to see from you know a, a, applying these a CBD for human health. Um, yeah, since 2009, since it's been, it's been discovered, there's uh, there are uh, many various studies done on various um, um, illnesses, disorders. Um, so very important to uh, enumerate here the migraines, um, chronic pain, seizures, epilepsy, anxiety, depression. Crohn's disease, schizophrenia, and um, very important, relieving nausea and vomiting after chemotherapy therapy in patients that um, follow that kind of uh, um, procedure. So these sound like a lot of the same indications that we're um, prescribing medical marijuana for. So it sounds to me like uh, CBD has the advantage over mar medical marijuana in having Indeed. fewer unwanted side effects. Indeed, and uh, uh, it's very important to uh, to say that all the formulations that contain CBD um, are made in such a way that the THC is not present at more than point 
3%. That is actually a, a rule that all the formulations that contain CBD must not have more than that. Um, so it's important because otherwise people are, won't be able to have it. And it, as it is right now, uh, all the companies that have this kind of produ products, they can sell online in all 50 states. So it's legal to buy it. Uh, possess it, ingest it, and um, um, if it, if it uh, will have more uh, THC in there, then that will not be possible. Right, so that's a really big difference between marijuana, whether med for medical purposes or not, and cannabidiol. So right. I see cannabidiol as something that's far more applicable for the application of health, you know, of, you know, by purchasing a health product as opposed to something that's definitely more recreational. So right. I guess my question now is, um, so you don't really grow your own hemp plants. So where mm -hmm. are you getting your products from? Can you tell us about your suppliers and who's growing the plants? Right. Um, growing and manufacturing all the products will be a, a, a big problem. It will require big laboratories and uh, application and, and uh, various machines and apparatus to, to determine concentration and all that. So there, uh, this is grown in Europe and is imported from Europe after um, the CBD is uh, basically casted into various formulations, whether it's oil or it's capsules um, or uh, salves, body butters, lip balms, uh, suppositories, chewing gum, and um, whole extracts. So that's a, a big variety of uh, items that are coming from abroad and um, they become available here. And um, So you have a supplier, do you then recast um, the uh, original ingredients into your own products or do they, do they ship to you in the form that you're going to prescribe to your customers? We have it in a fi final form. Um, as I said, with various concentrations, and um, they can be purchased directly from the website. Yeah, so I noticed that on your website you have like chewing gums and oil droplets that you put under the tongue right. and salves and creams and all kinds of things. So that's really interesting. So if a person is going to place an order, how do they know what dose to take? So tell us about the dosing and the yeah. different formulations. <clears throat> uh, in terms of dosage, um, since everyone is different, uh, everyone would, would have to test uh, the oil uh, on their own and establish what concentration is best for them. Um, this formulation that we have uh, come in two uh, concentrations. Uh, the one that comes in one mg per drop is the best uh, solution to start with um, because the general rule is to go low and slow so that meaning that once you de decide to take uh, CBD, just start with an, a number of uh, drops a day and record what kind of symptoms you have, how you feel. Uh, keep going next day, maybe add a couple more uh, to be able to uh, reach your purpose. And um, uh, maybe in three days, you will be capable to say, well, 10 milligram is what I need, so I can, can keep going with this concentration. Yeah, I'm going to have to be honest that as a pharmacologist, I'm really hoping that more scientists jump on the bandwagon so that they can do more case-controlled studies to 
firm the doses. I think that people really want to know precisely how much they should be taking so sure. that they get an adequate dose to get efficacy and they don't overdose. And not, so is, is it possible that you could take too much? Yes, it's possible to take too much. And um, there is actually a property of CBD, just like alcohol. It ha it's called uh, biphasic property, uh, meaning that if you ingest too much, you're going to have uh, adverse reactions. Um, too much is not good. That's why it's good to uh, test it slowly and feel when you you know the the concentration you're taking is best for you and stop there right yes so i totally get that um so um you know some of the people that might want to go onto your website might want to call you and ask a few questions so first of all so can you tell us the name of your website so that people can read what you have so what's your website it's www.what cannabidialrelief.com so it's c-a-n-n-a-b-i-d-i-o-l-r-e-l-e-a-f.com yeah i love that play on words and <laughs> what telephone number can they call if they have a question yes um the number to call is 973-943-6719 Great. Ad additionally, uh, we have uh, a page. Uh, it's called uh, Contact Us. Uh, leave us a message. Ask whatever questions you have, and we'll be happy to come back to you and explain um, everything you need. So, so I already have a question that I didn't ask earlier, and that has to do with, um, so since we're talking about dosages and side effects, so as a nutritionist, I'm definitely concerned with appetite. So I know, you know, I know, I know that THC, the active ingredient in marijuana, stimulates the appetite. So can you tell me about the possible effect that cannabidiol might have on your appetite? To date, we don't have a definite answer to uh, this question, uh, but it will be um, um, it will be um, a very. Um, uh, we are waiting for the for the science to actually give us an answer in that direction, uh, because up to now we observed that some people do have a reaction a positive reaction to cannabidiol in terms of appetite and some don't so then we need to learn more about this and have an answer you know a scientific result uh, uh, explanation about that right so uh do you have any so have any customers that um have called to actually tell you about their personal experience with your cbd products um whether it's been really effective for their pain relief uh, do you have any patients using it actually to alleviate seizures or um other kinds of brain episodes uh yes we have good feedback um to date, we didn't have anybody with seizures, uh, so we can tell you directly from our experience, uh, but they are found in um, generally uh, anecdotal uh, information as well, but... Um, oh, but you know, with the seizures... The Go ahead. The website is called Charlotte's Web, 
And its name came actually from this girl's name, Charlotte Fiji, who had a young girl from Colorado who suffered from Dravet syndrome, which is um, an, a chronic uh, seizure kind of uh, syndrome. And um, this company really helped her uh, with the, the products they, uh, they have on, uh, in, in their um, uh, portfolio. And um, she is actually doing so much better after uh, being treated with these compounds. All right, so that's some, some historic evidence. You also have your own case studies. Uh, you have been helping me with my own patients. Um, I'm particularly enamored with the indication for the treatment of anxiety. So even though I'm a nutritionist, I do have to work with behavior, and I see a lot of application in that area. So I can't wait to continue to work with you on your cannabidiol relief. Dorina, I live, wish you the best of luck. So for anyone who's interested in these products, go to Dorina's website, www.cannabidiolrelief.com or call her directly at 973-943-6719. So thank you all for listening to the Eat Right with Laura podcast today. Uh, I'd just like to end by reminding you all to like me on Facebook at Eagle Rock Nutrition. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K Nutrition. You can follow me on Twitter at Eagle Rock and uh, also heart my Instagram posts. Uh, so I hope you like that. And definitely go to the website, eaglerock.com. Uh, share your email address with us so that you can be put on our distribution list. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.